From the Golden State in Porterville, California, this is MMA Math. Real fighters, real fights, real discussions. With your host, Professor Diaz, and the former featherweight Bellator champion of the world and former bantamweight UFC title challenger, Joe Soto. Welcome, everyone. This is MMA Math, where the fighter meets the numbers, where we go beyond the hype and beyond the transitive property. How are you, Joe? I'm good. All right. In today's episode, we take a closer look at a fight schedule for this coming weekend. We'll talk about some of the things I picked up by looking at the numbers and some of the details Joe sees that might make a difference in this fight. Also, a little later on our show, we'll be hearing from you. Today, we'll pick another question that you've sent in, and Joe will once again give it a shot. All right, Joe, ready to talk fights? Yes, sir. Let's get into it. Awesome. So for this card, Joe, the main event seems to be a really fan-friendly fight. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Derek Lewis versus uh, Junior Dos Santos could be a good one. Uh, excited to see it. It could be a, it could be a really good, exciting fight, or hopefully it's not a Nagano-Lewis fight. I agree. This is an exciting fight, and at least on paper it is. And, it, and it's exciting because both of these fighters are bangers. We have the former champion, Junior, at the beginning of another streak, trying to make another run, trying to come up into the top five, trying to get another shot. On the other side of the cage, Lewis is coming off a failed attempt to become a champion. However, he was sort of thrown in there with DC to try to save a card. Lewis didn't ask for that shot. As a matter of fact, in interviews preceding the fight, he alluded to the fact that he was not ready and that he didn't want a shot yet. Regardless, he took the fight and he was outclassed by the champion. So for Lewis, this is his chance to get back into the win column and remain a top five contender. For this fight, Joe, we get to go to the heart of the lower 48, Wichita, Kansas. Junior will make the long trip from Brazil and Lewis will make across Oklahoma from the Lone Star State in Texas. All right, Joe, let's begin with the former champion first, Junior Dos Santos. And we last saw Junior in December, where he stopped the surging tie to Ivasa in the second round. The former champion was being outworked in that first round, but his experience kicked in in the second round, and he managed to stop an unrelenting to Ivasa. He is now 20-5, and five, and this will be his third fight since getting stopped by Stipe two years ago. And it looks like he's got another run going here. If he wins this fight, if he takes out the number two ranked Lewis, it will be his longest win streak since that loss to Cain Velasquez. This also seems to be a good match for him, Joe. He's got power, and Derek's got power, and they both like to bang. Also, at 35, this might be his last genuine chance at a chance at another run for the belt. So what kind of mindset is he coming into this fight with? Uh, just an excited mindset, positive mindset. Um, obviously, he's confident. You know, he's... It's a good chance to, you know, get on a good streak and beat the number two um, ranked fighter and, and, and work his way to the title shot. So, you know, obviously he's excited for this. It's a good matchup, uh, exciting matchup. So it's a good test for him, and I think he's confident going into this one. Now let's look at the black beast, Derek Lewis. We lost saw him in a failed attempt to become the heavyweight champion. DC outclassed Derek with his wrestling and took him down and finished him. However, that was a short-notice fight, and he was sort of baited with money into taking that fight. And I say that because if you listen to the interviews he did prior to the fight, you get the impression that this was a fight he didn't want, or at least he didn't feel he was ready for coming off that fight with Volkov. Anyway, when you look at the numbers, his record is impressive. He has 21 wins, and 18 of those are by knockout. He's also a very gritty fighter and has pulled off wins when we least expected them. 
His interviews are intriguing and he can be very fun to watch and as a result has become a fan favorite. Regardless, this is about fighting and this will be his second chance to try to beat a champion, or at least in this case, a former champion. So Joe, what kind of mindset he's coming into this fight with? I think I'm coming in with a determined mindset you know, to you know get over that, that last uh, loss he had to DC. And he's probably excited coming into this one knowing he hasn't had to fight a wrestler, somebody's going to take him down and kind of hold him and beat him up. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun matchup for him in his head. So I think he's excited just to get back in there and compete and get a chance to get over that loss. Looking at the numbers, Joe, as you would imagine, the biggest numbers are those corresponding to their weights. And in this category, Lewis doesn't disappoint. He's really consistent, always coming in around the heavyweight limit of 265. Junior, on the other hand, usually comes in at around 240-245. Derek also has about a 2-inch reach advantage, but Junior is 1-inch taller. Regardless, both are powerful strikers. However, can size actually be your enemy in this fight? How, if by any means, is size a factor in this fight? Yeah, so um, if Lewis is a kind of a you know a heavier set guy and, and, and Junior kind of leaner guy, I think um, being mobile kind of helps you out more. You know, Lewis might have a little bit a heavier punch, possibly. I don't think so. And Junior's pretty heavy punch myself. I think I think just uh, being able to move around, it kind of gives uh, you know not just on their feet, but even on the ground. If it was to go to grapple, I think Junior kind of has the advantage being the smaller like leaner fighter um, quicker fighter more agile i think it definitely comes into play in this fight now joe both of these guys are similar in age and both have accumulated the near same number of fights however that's where the similarities stop if you start to look deeper into derek's resume he seemed to have meandered his way to the top the names on his resume are not what you would expect for someone who is ranked number two for example other than the dc fight a fight that he lost, the only other notable names include Francis Ngannou, Mark Hunt, Roy Nelson, Matt Mitrione, and Travis Brown. And he lost two of those five fights. He was knocked out by both Mark Hunt and Matt Mitrione. So Derek somehow made it to the top rankings by putting us to sleep in the fight against Ngannou, winning a split decision over Roy Nelson, and knocking out an unranked Travis Brown. In contrast, Junior has been in there with fighters like Fabricio Verdum, Mirko Krokop, Roy Nelson, Shane Carwin, Kane Velasquez, Frank Mir, Alistair Orming, and Stipe Miocic. Those are all former champions or title challengers. So the experience, in terms of quality at least, is obviously on Junior's side. So what do you think, Joe? Will experience play a role in this fight? Is Derek Lewis trying to swim upstream on this one? Yeah, I think um, the quality of opponents kind of plays a, you know in, in favor, obviously, in, in Dos Santos. But um, I think just stylistically is what's going to be the problem for you know either either fighter. But the the, the quality of opponents could come into play. You know, he, um, I think Dos Santos definitely has you know higher quality. He's been in there with tougher opponents, so that experience could come into play in this fight. Well, let's look at endurance, Joe. This one is the main event, so this has been scheduled for five rounds. Derek has been twice into the fourth round, but has never seen the fifth round. On the other hand, Junior has seen the fifth round on five occasions. But that doesn't tell you the whole story. Junior has been in long wars, wars in which he was pushed relentlessly and without give by the former champion, Ken Velasquez. In contrast, the two fights in which Derek saw the fourth round, he lost one by knockout in about a minute into the fourth round. And the other one he won in about a minute also at the beginning of the round. So Derek has never really seen the championship rounds. His longest fight was about 16 minutes. 
So my question here is, is endurance a factor? And is the former champion going to try to take Derek into deep water? Obviously, you want to you want to take him out as soon as possible. You know, we want to take Der- Derek out as soon as possible. But knowing you could take him into deep water too, I think, uh, you know, that's going to, you know, be a positive in um, the Santos' mind. Now let's look at what can make this a fan-friendly fight, Joe, and that is their fighting styles. Both are hard punchers, both like to trade, and both are first and foremost stand-up fighters. However, the last time this type of fight was put together, we got Ngano versus Lewis, as you said earlier, and that was a snooze fest. So who's going to sleep on this one, Joe? One of the fighters or us? What do you see stylistically? Yeah, it could... It could. <laughs> Hopefully, well, I don't know, not hopefully for them, but hopefully when it's a fight, we get to see a good knockout or, or at least a, a good war. Um, but the other way around, it could be a snooze fest too because sometimes when you get these, um, you know, these powerful, these high-level strikers, powerful guys that have a lot of power, sometimes they're kind of afraid of each other's power and they gave each other respect and, and it's kind of a boring fight. You know, both don't want to pull the trigger because they don't want to get hit with one of them bombs because both guys carry bombs. So uh, they're kind of hesitant, you know, to release those. Or we could uh, another thing we could see is one one fighter try to grapple the other fighter. We've seen this in the case of Daly versus MVP. Both guys, we thought it was going to be a great stand-up fight, but Daly chose to make it a wrestling match and and kind of grappled them for a while. And we could see that too. So that's a possibility. So it could either be a boring stand-up fight or we could see one guy just trying to outgrapple the other guy, trying to clinch him up, slow him down the whole fight. Or we could see a war. Hopefully we see a war or a knockout. So based on that and all of Junior's fighting experience, does Junior take this one down? Does he follow the, the DC blueprint? Or does that blueprint not really apply to Junior because Junior's not a wrestler? No, I think he. it would be smart for him to at least try to attempt to take him down because I think that's a path of least resistance, right? Like, um, Lewis has power, especially at the beginning of the fight, you know, so you don't want to take any chances. So uh, if you could take him down at the beginning of the fight, you know, try to get a submission or try to beat him up, wear him down and get him tired, then you can stand with him in the later rounds and he's not going to have all that, that power, you know. So it would definitely be smart for Junior to try to take Lewis down. If this fight does remain upright, is Junior too fast, too quick for Derek? Who has better stand-up? I think... If it, I mean, obviously, Derek's always in a fight because he of his heart and and um, you know he has he has knockout power, so he's always going to be in the fight. But I think um, Dos Santos definitely has he has more um, he's more agile. He can move. Um, he could do a lot more on his feet. We see him do spinning heel kicks. You know, um, I think he's more of the technical fighter too. You know, so I think he has more of the advantage when it comes. To any aspect, but, I mean, you can never count Derek Lewis out. He's the number two ranked fighter in the world, and that's because he has power in his hands. So is this fight where being a better athlete pays off, or does pure grit get you to the finish line for this type of a fight? Uh, that's that's what we'll see fight night. Um, obviously, being athletic doesn't doesn't hurt you, and, and you know, having grit. But both, both fighters are gritty, and, and, and both can, you know, go into the fifth round. And, and and dig down deep. We seen we seen I seen Lewis do it. and I seen Dos Santos do it. You know, but um, so both fighters have that grit in them. Both fighters are fighters, and and but slight edge to um, you know Dos Santos because he's he's more athletic and more agile. 
Are Derek's options limited? How would you approach the former champion who's seen it all? Yeah, I think his his options are limited. He's not really a, a wrestler, jiu-jitsu guy. He's more of a stand-up guy and just just has power, you know. But I mean, you could still win fights like that. He he worked his he worked himself all the way up to number two in the world, and that's because uh, you know just being tough and and having heart and making fights ugly and and finding ways to win. And that's what he's got to do in this one. He's got to make it an ugly war, and uh, you know, swing swing those bombs. What about if you're junior? Do you go after the beast or do you let him make a mistake and capitalize? Sort of sort of what he did to Tai Tuivasa. You could approach it a couple of different ways, but I think staying back, letting letting Darius make the mistake and overcommit and, and, and then trying to catch him with the counter or or, or a counter takedown off one of those big bombs Derek's going to throw at you. The only problem is what if Derek never throws a big bomb? Then you could have a boring fight. You could just be waiting for something the whole time that never comes. Okay, Joe, so from my point of view, looking at the numbers, histories, and sizes, I think Derek has only one chance, and that is to land a big one. Junior is just more athletic, he's faster, and I think his experience will take over in this fight. So as much as I like Derek, I think he gets stopped in the mid-rounds. How do you see it? Yeah, I think he, he gets stopped also, and probably in the first, I would say in the, by the third round also, I think... Uh, Dos Santos either catches him with the clean shot or, um, you know, finishes Derek on the ground. All right, there you have it. Looks like both of us are together on this one. We both think that Junior will stop the Black Beast uh, in the mid-rounds. All right, that does it for that fight. And before Joe answers, just a reminder to subscribe to our show. It is the easiest way to make sure you don't miss a show and stay connected and up to date. You can subscribe on any of the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher. Also, if you're not visited our YouTube channel, please visit us. We are adding weekly animated shorts of all our new episodes. Again, we can be found at MMAMath.xyz. All right, Joe, are you ready to answer? Yes, sir. Shoot. All right. This question comes from Portland, Oregon. This is from Stacy, and she wants to know... How long does it take to become a jiu-jitsu black belt? It just depends on on, on your coach and um, you know some the usually I think typically I think it's six to eight years or maybe a little bit longer, um, but it depends on your coach and and uh, you know like it took me I think it took me about eight years, but I mean uh, you know I was tra- um, training under one coach. But overall, you know, I, I was grappling for like 10 years. But I've seen like recently, it seems like people are getting a little bit faster now these days. The coaches are handing them out a little bit faster. So I've seen guys get them in four years, you know. I mean, but that's fast. But I think usually, I think it usually around eight years, I would say. But depending on who you're training under. All right. And that does it for today. Thanks for listening. And until next time, fight on. <laughs>